can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics come away with the win, 113-104 over the Detroit Pistons. It's an ugly game, pretty much start to finish, but the most important thing, Celtics came out with the victory. Uh, this is 2-0 since the All-Star game, continuing that streak, 18 of 23 for the Celtics here. Uh, to get things started off, going to still follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, and to get things started off, got to give player of the game to Peyton Pritchard here. Uh, wasn't the, the highest scorer on the team. Uh, was third behind Tatum and Brown. But ended up 19 points, two rebounds, six assists on 8 of 12 from the field. Three of five from three. And he just hit some massive, massive shots tonight. A couple, like, big plays late down the stretch. You know, he had a a huge three from Horford to tie the game at 88, uh, but then hit another couple big threes. Had the big three to to go up 105-94 with, like, three and a half minutes left. Uh, Had another big layup to keep the score at 10 with 58 seconds left then also botched a botched a layup from Marcus Smart uh that he ended up find getting his own offensive rebound and finding Tatum who hit a three so a couple of huge huge plays down the stretch for Peyton Pritchard today but realistically it wasn't even just down the stretch there were a couple times in the third quarter where the Celtics were down and Peyton Pritchard really just came up clutch like a lot of people think about clutch time, clutch shots, uh, just being late in the game, and they can kind of happen throughout the entire game. You know, there are stretches of today where the Pistons went on a big run, and Peyton Pritchard was there to kind of soften the blow. He had six points, uh, actually five points, like almost back to back possessions in the third quarter to keep things close, uh, and that's important. All of these possessions are important. Uh, So really, really impressed by Peyton Pritchard tonight. Again, 19 points for Peyton Pritchard, uh, which is unbelievable. You know, second off the bench, third on the team overall. And this is kind of what we've been hoping for, right? I think when Dennis Schroeder was traded, we talked about this on this podcast that, you know, there would be more minutes opened up for guys like Pritchard and like Neesmith. And Ime is kept with the eight-man rotation. Uh, and it's been your typical starting five, Grant, Derek White, and then Pritchard's been that eighth guy. Uh, Neesmith still hasn't really cracked the rotation, but Pritchard has, and he's taken advantage of it. So I'm happy to I'm happy to see him playing. I'm happy to see him, you know, contributing to this team on a consistent basis here. Uh, this was definitely one of his better games this season, so Good for him. Uh, but outside of Pritchard, we had a couple of decent performances. I'm not going to say anyone played lights out. You know, honestly, you look at the the rest of the box score, obviously you have both of the Jays up there, 27 for Jalen, 26 for Tatum. 
But I think the guy that played the best outside of, you know, Peyton Pritchard, it really was Grant. And again, it doesn't show in the stat sheet as much, but 13 points for him, four rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block. Defensively, Grant played fantastic basketball today. Like really, really solid basketball. Uh, defensively, I think he was one of the better players, uh, which is good to see. It is. I mean, he's obviously contributed in that in that way for the majority of this season, but this is a solid win, solid game from him. Again, I said it was ugly earlier. It certainly was ugly because even the performances of both of the Jays, I mean, you look, 27 for Jalen, 26 for Tatum, you know, Jalen shot 10 of 24 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3. Jason Tatum, 8 of 21 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, which is actually pretty good, but uh, 8 of 21. Like, neither of these are good shooting performances by any means. Uh, the difference in today's game, though, is we had all of these guys step up at the end and put together a really, really solid fourth quarter. Uh, the fourth quarter, we outscored them 35-22, to 22, and that's huge. Like prior to that, we went 30, 30 points in the first, 26 in the second, 22 in the third. So it decreased every single quarter, uh, and then we just exploded in the fourth. And it's because guys started hitting shots again. Jalen Brown had an excellent fourth quarter. Uh, he really did. Jalen Brown, I thought, Probably had the best fourth quarter on the team besides maybe Peyton Pritchard. Uh, but these are these are the types of performances that we need. How many times this season have we talked about Jalen Brown getting off to a scorching hot start and then falling off and then fourth quarter kind of disappearing? And a lot of that comes back to rotations. Uh, tonight, I think that he really took advantage of it. He came in with seven and a half left and kind of went off. Actually, Tatum came in with seven and a half left, but Jalen Brown, for the majority of that fourth quarter, was playing really, really good basketball. Uh, and it showed. It showed late. You know, we had the, a layup early in the fourth to take a, a one-point lead, uh, which was actually that you know beautiful inbounds play that he got on the pass from Grant. He passed the ball into Grant, immediately cuts towards the basket. Grant throws an absolute backdoor dime to Jalen Brown for the layup. Uh, but then he had a couple of other big plays, big corner three to go up seven with like six and a half left. Uh, a couple of great like drive and fadeaways by the free throw line. He upfaked excellent drive around Cade Cunningham uh, to go up eight with two, two minutes left, two and change left. So even him, he like really performed down the stretch, which is ex it's exactly what you need, exactly what you need from this team. Uh, but really, I mean, you look, the rest of the team, there, there wasn't a lot going on. You know, Jalen, again, played well in the fourth. Jason Tatum, pretty solid stat line, 26-11-6. So he was the guy tonight that really got the guys going as well, uh, along with Pritchard. Pritchard had six assists. Tatum had six. Marcus Smart was the lead guy with seven. Uh, so it kind of switched off. The last couple of games, it's been Jalen Brown. 
leading the assist-wise as far as the Jays go. Uh, today, Jason Tatum stepped up, six assists, got guys involved, uh, and that was important. The Celtics team really struggled uh, putting the basket in the hoop for, you know, really the second and third quarters. You know, you look at the the three-point percentage, it was actually slightly respectable after a tough start, but 38%, one of the better three-point percentage games that we've had in a while. Uh, but it was tough for a, a good stretch of it today. Uh, but they turned it around. You know, I thought this was another game where Al Horford played pretty well, uh, played a lot. Like Al Horford played 37 minutes today, uh, which is tough. I'm not not really sure why he played so much when you've got guys that can back him up, like when you can go small. Robert Williams only played 26, and it's not like he was in foul trouble. He only had he had two fouls. Al Horford had four. So that was one of the kind of head scratchers of today's game, and a lot of it probably just comes down to the fact that Isaiah Stewart is just a huge, huge body, and it's a tough guard. It's a tough guard for Robert Williams. You know, matchup-wise, Al Horford, body-wise, fits the Isaiah Stewart mold a little bit more. Uh, And you look, I don't think it's a coincidence, but 30 minutes for Isaiah Stewart translates to a lot of Al Horford minutes. Uh, I would have liked to seen that a little bit lower, but at the end of the day, Emei did what he needed to do to get the win, uh, and he walked out with one today, so good on him for that. Uh, with that being said, this wasn't a great game through and through. It was a fairly ugly game today, uh, but I do want to dive into some of the negatives. Before I do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line. That's 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. 
All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. All right, so like I said, this is a fairly ugly game through and through. The Celtics came out the victory, got to be happy about it. However, some of the negatives today, you look at the way the team operates as a whole, there is something about this Detroit Pistons team that is just the kryptonite to the Celtics. The Celtics, every time they play them, regardless of the fact that they're 14 and 46, they're just a bad NBA team record-wise. There is something about this team that provides such a huge problem for the Celtics. And I've got my theories, and a lot of it comes down to the fact that Detroit is one of those teams that is going to run, and they're going to be super physical. And you saw that tonight. I thought this was one of the most poorly officiated games of the entire season. And I know I've probably said that before. Uh, This was gross. Like, you had Diallo really going off. Like, play, well, not going off, but played a pretty solid game for them uh, to start. Six points in just 11 minutes was pretty efficient. Uh, had a steal, an assist, was moving the ball, defending well. And then early on in the game, got ejected for a foul that I didn't even think should have existed. I didn't even really see a foul. Uh, but they called it, they ejected him, and then the game just completely got out of hand. You saw another technical on Detroit not too short after. Tatum got a technical. The game was just so poorly officiated. They had zero handle on today's game. Uh, and it's tough. It's just an ugly, it's an ugly game overall. Uh, and it, it kind of sucks because the Celtics have been on such a good stretch of games. Uh, again, 17 of 22 prior to today. So 18 of 23 now, which is a fantastic record. We have the best record in the NBA in 2022. So these are all good things. But when games get decided or influenced by officials – it starts to take the wind out of your sails. Like you start to focus more on the officiating than the actual game. And that's when game plans kind of get thrown out the window. And I don't want to say that's what happened tonight because I'm not, I don't really think that's the case, but defensively the Celtics struggled against a pretty bad Detroit Pistons team. And a lot of it comes down to the fact that they were just calling some absolutely horrible, 
horrible calls. Like you look at the the box score here. Tatum, three fouls, Horford, four, Time Lord, two, five for Smart, four for Jalen, three for Grant. Like everybody, every single thing that happened, there seemed to be a foul call. And you look at the way the Celtics have been winning recently, a lot of it comes down to pace, right? I said this just last podcast, pace and defense. Those have been the two main differences between the Celtics in the beginning of the season and the Celtics now. And when there's a foul call, every other minute or every minute for that matter, like the pace has to change. Right, 21 fouls for us, 22 for them. That's 43, yeah, 43 fouls in a 48-minute game, right? When that happens, it's extremely difficult to push the pace, to keep the pace of the offense going. And I'll give the Celtics a lot of credit tonight. Like They still managed to get 11 assists and move the ball really well in the half-court offense, because there really wasn't a lot going on the fast break. These guys really tried to, like, buckled down. Fast break points, six for the Celtics, four for Detroit. And these are two teams that are typically pretty good at that. Like, more so the Celtics recently than on the entire season. But as of late, we've been pushing the ball. We've been trying to get out in transition a lot of it comes down to just our defense translating into offense, and that's where it shows up. But tonight, or today, I guess, it was a 12 o'clock game, uh, you didn't really see a lot of that. And a lot of it comes back to the officials, and that part's extremely frustrating. Uh, but at this point, chalk this up as a big win because you know the Celtics very easily could have folded this and we would have all been sitting here complaining once again, losing to an absolutely terrible team in Detroit. And the uglier part about today's game, if we lost, would have been the fact that the Celtics are healthy. The Celtics are healthy, and we got a really good performance out of Peyton Pritchard. Like, these are things that you need to take advantage of. Uh and I almost saw it slipping away. I mean, we were we were down after three, uh, which is frustrating. Like, that's ugly. I mean, 82-80 after the third quarter. Uh, but Celtics pulled off the win. They still struggled in it. But we play again tomorrow. Tomorrow's another early game. It's not quite as early. Five o'clock against the Pacers. Uh, so another game that we can potentially kind of take here go 3 and 0 after the all-star break because this is a this is a big time of season for the Celtics where the standings are because this is very much anybody's game in the Eastern Conference uh, it's getting very very tight Celtics stand 4 games behind the Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls in the standings only a half a game behind Cleveland. So there is a lot of opportunity here to make really just a big push. One game behind Milwaukee for the four seed. Like these, this is an important time. So this Indiana game, 
is a huge chance for the Celtics to move up in the standings here. That's where we're going to wrap things up for today. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star written review, everything helps. Uh, for everyone that's still listening, appreciate you holding on here and recording this on my phone because I am down in Falmouth uh, celebrating a birthday for the future mother-in-law. So appreciate you guys listening. I will have another podcast out tomorrow. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon.